The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to NBA Summer from Pure Hoops Media, where the season never ends. Now that the Raptors are the 2019 champs, 2020 is on the clock and every team is tied for first, at least until October. With the draft, free agency, the summer league and other key signings, all 30 teams are making news and we'll keep you on top of it. Here is your host, Eric Newman. It's NBA summer and we are talking free agency, lots of names, lots of depth, not everybody on top of your radar. Adam Stanko, Eric Newman here to go over many of those names. Adam, let's start with uh, a big man who had an all-star season in Orlando, Nikola Vucevic. We thought that he would no longer be part of Orlando's future after they drafted Mo Bamba. He emerged, had a terrific year and a contract year. You think he's back in Orlando or do you think he's testing the market and landing somewhere else? I think he's going to get big money somewhere else, and I, I think he's going to probably want to go to a situation where he can win. I think he's been one of these under-the-radar guys um, for a while. We saw him burst on the scene, finally get his all-star year, as you point out. Uh, and that front line has sort of been you know, crowded, but if Bamba's coming back healthy next year with Aaron Gordon, then what do you do with Jonathan Isaac and, and Vucevic? It's a weird situation in which you have this really, really talented big man who puts up numbers – you know, 20 and 12 last year, um, he's he's extremely productive. But if he – for that front line and try to get themselves more athletic because that's where they've drafted the last couple of years, I think he goes elsewhere. It'll be interesting to see which, uh, which destination he ends up at. How about yourself? Uh, I love those names. I'm a big fan of Jonathan Isaac's potential. Isaac, Gordon, and Bamba together would be a terror. We've heard Gordon's name floated out there in trade rumors, so – I think Orlando's got to make a choice between moving Gordon or keeping uh, Vucevic. I think that's the choice. They're going to go one way or another. So um, I think that's a coin flip right now. I I think teams like the Celtics and the Lakers um, could show some interest in Vucevic. It's just a question of uh, how many years are they willing to offer and how high are they willing to go. Uh, Another front court player who had a breakout year last year, and it was very interesting, uh, he went from the – Lakers to the Pelicans, and uh, obviously Anthony Davis has gone from the Pelicans now to the Lakers, and that's Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. And uh, people were not sure how he was going to develop, and he has answered that bell. He is a bruising paint presence who has really worked on his game, can uh, make things happen from the elbow on down. Uh, I think he's going to be very attractive on the open market uh, what are your thoughts on Randall, and, and where do you think he could possibly fit? Because his days in New Orleans are clearly over with the arrival of Zion. Yeah, it's interesting because you talked about it. I mean, we saw this this emergence from him, although he was playing in a smaller market. And so all of a sudden, this guy who got so much exposure out of Kentucky and then in L.A., now he goes to New Orleans, and he has this unbelievable run. He really was productive. We knew him as a guy that – always played hard, right? The McDonald's All-American who always outworks everyone else. But last year, the scoring gets to blow up. It's 
21 a game in New Orleans. But the other part of his game, too, is he was hitting threes and, and extending that range, which people didn't think was possible from him. So I Julius Randle is a guy that could be really interesting. One of those guys that always seems to be, you know, in that Knicks radar you hear. Um, but I think you're getting not only a productive guy that's going to work his tail off and be a great locker room guy, but a guy who's expanded his game and can add some scoring punch. It'll be interesting to see how much he's going to be willing to dial that back if he has to take on a secondary role and or a you know, third option on the offensive end. I think he's a guy that fits into what good teams can do. Yes. Meaning you don't have to run a lot of stuff for him. He can he can play in the flow of the game. He's a good offensive rebounder and as we like to say he can he can pick up the trash there. Um what do you think his market value is? What do you think he's going to command? I, listen, we've we've talked in the past about the idea that the domino effect is going to come into play based upon who goes where and all. He, I think, could be one of those guys that a team ends up having cash to spend, missing out on some of the bigger name free agents because maybe guys stay home or, or you know, they they sign elsewhere in in a pairing or something. And I could see him as as easily be looking at at least twenty million a year for for Julius Randle. Wow. I, I, I do. I think he's the type of guy that teams are not going to be afraid to spend money on because they're going to look at the production that he put up last year and they're going to look at his work ethic and the kind of guy he is in the locker room. And as you know, that's taken over the NBA right now. They don't want to take risks on guys that might be a headache for them. Julius Randle is never going to be a headache for you. Sounds like he could have a future with the New York Knicks if uh, they strike out on, on bigger names. Another guy that has earned respect uh, in the locker room with his teammates, uh, Patrick Beverly, key for the Clippers. I have a hard time seeing him uh, leaving that team, especially if they get Kawhi Leonard, but they're going to have to pay him. Uh, where do you see Pat Beverly potentially uh, fitting in if he was going to leave the Clips? Well, now there's the, all this this growing talk about him as a as a Maverick. Um, the thing with Patrick Beverly is obviously one of the best defensive players in the league, and a guy that d- looks at the game differently than than other guys do. He, he you know he's a Chicago kid, played at an SEC school in Arkansas, and he just. I don't want to say chip on his shoulder, but he comes to compete every night and is all about personal pride. Oh, he wakes up with a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> Adam, he wakes up with a chip yes, on his shoulder. Who yes. are we kidding? This is true. This is true. But I but I think Patrick Beverly, to me, is a guy that wants to be – look, he's he's spent time over overseas. He's a guy that, that really wants to be in the, in the right culture fit for him. A guy that appreciates his value, I think, is where he's at at his point in his – free in his career and I think that's what his free agency decision is going to be based upon who appreciates what I bring to the table and uh, I'll tell you one thing I would love to be a a coach that gets the chance and as a former coach Eric I know I know you would love to coach a guy like Patrick Beverly I was just envisioning Patrick Beverly and Marcus Smart picking up full court man Uh, some some other guys some other guys that could uh, uh, really help teams uh who, you know, we're talking about second round and beyond playoff teams. I'm just going to rattle off a few names. Enos Cantor, Marcus Morris, Ricky Rubio, Willie Cauley-Stein, Harrison Barnes, J.J. Redick, and one I want to talk about real quick because he could be part of a, of a pairing or a trio, and that's DeAndre Jordan. What are you hearing about DeAndre? Eric, the interesting thing about DeAndre Jordan 
is that I think he's been through this free agency bonanza before, and he's gotten the spotlight for that. You know, the whole Clippers thing and the chair by the door. He's gone through all that. So the recruitment, he's gotten his money. I think he's in a situation right now where he's looking at the NBA landscape and saying, hey, I'm going to go to a place where I can win. That's what's going to be important. The opportunity for a DeAndre Jordan to get a ring is huge for him. And when you think about the guys that he's friends with around the league, you hear a lot about his relationship with Kevin Durant. I think that DeAndre Jordan is going to try to look at going to a place where he can win a championship. This has been NBA Summer, where the season never ends. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe and listen to all of our Pure Hoops media shows and tell your friends, as well as random strangers, to do the same. (laughs) It's free and we don't collect your personal data. NBA Summer is a production of Pure Hoops Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.